0: All right, welcome back to Shellyville. I'm so glad you guys could join me today. I am so excited to announce Jackson Eugene Clear is here with me today. I'm hoping this works out. We're on a Zoom call, so we're hoping that I can pick up the quality of his voice. But I really am so happy to have him today after last episode. Uh, Sharing Jackson's story was very important to me, and I really wanted to do a good job with it. Not so much to talk about the horror of it and the trauma, but really to just get the point across that he was born with such a mental illness that was so strong that it really had such a negative impact on myself and him as well. And so I really, after listening to the the episode, I really wanted to ask him a bunch of questions about where he's at with after listening to it. So Jackson, can you tell me a little bit what it was like to hear the story again?
1: Well, I don't remember most of it, but it was it was it was fun. It was um it was interesting to hear from another perspective cuz I never really asked about what I was like when I was very very young. But I don't know. It was um it was cool.
0: Well, I do remember when I spoke to you uh, that evening after you heard it. You're like, "Well, mom, it sounded like you were on the edge of tears." Do yeah, you think I it, wouldn't be crying telling your story? Did I mean, did you have know. any emotional component to it?
1: No, I'm not. I'm really not very emotional these days. I'm either very on the verge of laughing or I'm on the very verge of just wanting to go to bed. I don't really get um, in-betweens.
0: So you're still, do you still struggle with voices?
1: No, I haven't heard, oh, I don't re- even remember voices. I feel like I've blocked them all out. I don't remember them at all.
0: See, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to have today's topic was going to be on post-traumatic stress disorder. And that is where we kind of relive a traumatic experience over in the brain. It comes back. We kind of have flashbacks or we have intrusive thoughts about it. And you don't have any of that at all from your childhood?
1: No, I wouldn't say I do. I I don't know. I live day to day, but I I don't really think about the past. I really don't. I I don't know. I think about the moment, what I'm going to do in five minutes or what I'm going to do right now. I don't really think about the past or what I've done or what I'm going to do tomorrow. If I have plans, then I have plans and I just think about those plans like every, I don't know, I don't really think about it. I don't think about much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think that's awesome. Because what made me so scared about telling your story was how it was going to affect me. Because I do have post-traumatic stress disorder. I do have intrusive thoughts sometimes that come up from the past. So I wasn't sure if this was going to really haunt me. And I knew you and I had talked about writing a book a while ago. And I said, I didn't think I was ready. Because first of all, I wanted to make sure I had a happy ending. But secondly, I wasn't sure, writing the story would be like bringing up too many memories, like too many things I would have to write down, where I think telling my story was a lot easier for me. But I have definitely cried over retelling the story. Like it it was it was a very emotional story for me. Getting that out and, and telling the truth of what it was like for me as your mom was just a really important piece that I wanted to have included which I'm not sure if you if I write that book what that would sound like what would it be like if we wrote the book do you remember talking about writing yeah I remember
1: book? talking about that book but I feel like a lot of the things that I went through was fresh on my mind at that point when we because I was years ago I was probably maybe like 13 14 when we had that conversation mm-hmm. but when at that time I was it was all fresh on my mind but I feel like now I couldn't even write a paragraph because I don't remember any of it.
0: <laughs> which I'm wondering if that's like just trauma blackout. Like if oh, you just yeah. which is maybe the good thing. I mean, I wonder if that's a coping mechanism that the brain just protects itself.
1: Like oh, you course. literally
0: are protecting yourself from feeling your emotions.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't even remember like three hours ago, let alone... <laughs>
0: Well, can I say that you smoke some pot?
1: (laughs) I've smoked a little bit of pot, yeah, (laughs) from the ages of about 14 until I was like 18, 19 when I finally just stopped. So what do you think
0: made you stop smoking pot? I'm curious.
1: It was a conscious decision. Um, I I play a lot of video games and when I started seeing um, drawbacks on reaction time and ability to... My shots, I wouldn't. I I realized that it was because of weed that I was slow, and stopped smoking weed because of that. I didn't stop because of a reasonable thing or <laughs> Actually, a real life. Actually, that's reasonable
0: effect. enough, though cause and effect, right? It is
1: real effect. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you impressed me so much. I'm so glad to have you on the show because you you know we have had some challenges. We've we have had, had a, a lot yeah. of challenges. So do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about what it's like to have a crazy mom or is there anything you need to tell me?
1: Um, well, I don't think there's much to tell <laughs> about being, having a crazy mom, but <laughs> there's definitely some things I can reminisce on. Like uh, there was a, uh, there was a time where I was. Coming home from a weekend at a friend's house.
0: I should be nervous now. <laughs> okay.
1: it's So where you had misplaced your Chromebook oh, geez, and you were no. looking for it for about, oh, two hours, maybe, probably not even an hour looking for it. And then you had convinced yourself that we had, me and my friends had taken it and had pawned it for drugs. And you were convinced <laughs> And the second I got home, all I wanted was a bowl because I was with my druggie friends and we oh. just wanted to smoke. And I grabbed, I went to my room to grab my bowl and there was no bowl. There was no bong. Oh, I think and I did I clean asked out your room. You,
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: I asked you, wait, hey, mom, where's my bowl? Have you seen it? Did I leave it in the living room? And then you said, oh, it's outside. Because you took my fucking laptop. (laughs) From that on, I was incredibly irritated. I'm pretty sure I yelled at you for about 10 minutes. I said, why the fuck would I take your laptop? And then you said, oh, I know you fucking kids. You probably pawned it. So I went outside. I went to my car. And I, I grabbed my friend Declan. And I was like, my mom threw my fucking bowl out the balcony because she thought we stole the laptop. I interrogated my friends for about 30 seconds. Did you fucking take the laptop? And they were like, no. What the fuck are you talking about, Jax? You're crazy. And then I was... I went to the backyard with Declan. She was like my actual friend there that would help me look for my things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do love Declan.
1: (laughs) And then we both went around the back. We found my bowl, my bong, and think of another bowl and probably a couple lighters i'm not sure and the lighters didn't work anymore because it was snow on the ground the bowl (laughs) somehow survived it didn't take a scratch the bong shattered no longer a bong and i was the entire time i was looking for it throughout the like three minutes of looking for it i was just screaming up to the balcony to my mom just what the fuck is wrong with you why would we steal a laptop it's your laptop and we leave i leave later that night we get home i'm like i don't really want to talk to mom so i just go to my room and then she like creaks the door open (laughs) hey Jax, i'm so sorry about earlier i found the laptop (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: it was just in a bag that I forgot it was in So, oh,
0: but I, I mean bangles. there's a lesson out and there for moms also, throwing away your kids stuff like you shouldn't have had it in the house in the first place
1: where else am I going to put it I'm not going to put it in my car <laughs> to be fair oh
0: man we did throw through enough. some stuff and then
1: f- you were still insistent that I didn't really deserve it because you were my mom and <laughs> You were allowed to just take things from me because it was illegal. So you, I think you kept my bowl and my things for me from me. I'm pretty sure you took it back and you had it in a bag <laughs> for like a few days. In your, That's in your really. Room.
0: I remember. I I don't quite remember that story. I do remember always trying to take your cell phone though. It's like whenever I, I was mad at you. About
1: much, but. I remember that instance where you there threw was my a things big deal, off huh? of the balcony. Ooh,
0: that I must intrigued. have been hot when I thought you boys oh, stole my were computer.
1: Pissed. You were very mad, but I'm pretty sure I got way more mad after I realized that you did that over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was something okay. I didn't really do.
0: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> That's kind of an isolated event, but all right. It is
1: an isolated event, <laughs> but it's definitely because of your bipolar and you were definitely having a worse day.
0: <laughs> because I thought something of mine was stolen. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But I think if you maybe didn't have, but I don't think you would have quite had that reaction to misplacing a laptop.
0: Probably not. Actually, you've seen me go through a lot of stress.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, I don't remember that either. See, this is kind of fun. Well, See, so I do think we, we seriously block out mental things that we don't. <laughs> yeah, she, you like you like Savannah to have her own episode.
1: Then you say you wanted to.
0: I did absolutely. She's in a, <laughs> She's not quite as interesting as you, maybe, a, in agree. a traumatic way. But she's she's got her own beautiful story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you do
0: have a beautiful story too, Jax, because that's a, a happy place ending. In Colorado now. Oh, I know. She Apparently, loves it there. She does. Would you ever go visit her? Would you ever go to Colorado?
1: I don't know. Maybe to live in Colorado one day, but I don't think I would actually just go visit because I don't really care.
0: So talk about that. This not caring. What's that like?
1: Um, it's pretty. It's uh, it's an easy life. I don't really um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it necessarily because I don't. I don't know. What's what do you want to know specifically? Well, a,
0: a while ago you had given me the definition of what you thought a psycho. Was it sociopath? Sociopath. And explain that to me again. Um, Do you still have those? What do you mean? Well, do you still think you have those tendencies or is that? I would say
1: so, yeah. I don't really know. I'm looking up sociopath because.
0: You forgot our conversation? That's okay. I know at one time you and I talked about nurture versus nature. And how I taught you right and wrong and that that allowed you to have an understanding of what's right and wrong and why you feel and think the way that you do. Do you think it had to do with good parenting versus being left alone to have your emotions all by yourself?
1: Yeah, I definitely think um, I know right from wrong. I absolutely know right from wrong. Um, I really... I don't know. I have a very deep lack of empathy for others. So there's that. I have a very um, uh, I'm quick to lying almost if something is like slightly bothering me or slightly um, I don't really know how to describe it but any really really anything that if I think Oh, if I lie about this, I can probably get more out of what I would do get from telling the truth. I'll probably lie. I'm very deceitful in that way. Um,
0: So it's a benefit to you to lie is like entertainment or is it just? Yeah, of
1: sorts. Um, I find myself staring at people that tends to bother people. I've stared at a lot of people (laughs) until they're mad. Um. I don't know how else to say it than that, but
0: well, I remember in grade school you would check out teachers and you could read them. You literally could read people and tell me if they were good or bad. Like yeah. you had this uncanny ability to read people.
1: I'm still very good at that. I can pretty much tell somebody's if somebody's lying pretty quickly.
0: I because can you tell recognize if lying or got a
1: fake smile, fake smile. I can really pretty much instantly recognize that they're putting on that face. I'm very good at determining whether or not somebody's just putting on an act or not.
0: And do you think those are beneficial skills? Oh,
1: definitely, yeah, absolutely. I think if you it's if it's hard to tell if somebody's putting on a face, you probably get fucked over more than if you can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've never been fucked over in person. Well, I've gotten robbed once, but that wasn't really because of I couldn't tell what their face looked like
0: (laughs) it was a a different story okay Uh, you have had some experiences that have mom doesn't need to know about (laughs) (laughs) just saying but i mean i'm in a lot of ways i am very grateful that you don't have the memory of what it was like to be a child tortured with your own thoughts
1: yeah kind of glad (laughs) too. i'm sure that's why i don't remember them
0: and that's just it i mean you like can i'm sure you... if
1: i did remember them i would be thinking of them constantly i feel like i don't know
0: well that is that is kind of what post traumatic stress disorder is it's it's a yeah. repetitive feeling or repetitive thinking of the past that you just can't get over and it it's very intrusive it comes up when you least expect it it's like you could be doing something and then all of a sudden you get a flashback of it um so there's a lot of things. I know for me, with my post-traumatic stress disorder, I have really high startle reflex. Like you oh, guys, know. oh, my gosh. You guys could make me jump for anything.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and that's just from feeling that I couldn't control things in my past, in my childhood, that would make me really scared. So I was traumatized as a child. So in a lot of ways, I thought what I experienced with you was going to do the same thing to me, but it actually for some reason it hasn't i haven't been having nightmares i haven't had any of that either so i forgot a lot too i mean i'm very grateful that my brain has dropped out a lot which has probably made it easier to adult or be an adult relationship with you (laughs) you know why i want to have a continued relationship with you and and build a strong friendship moving forward because when you left when you left grand rapids you didn't leave it in good standings
1: no, I didn't. But I was in a horrible place when I was in Grand Rapids. Pretty much the entire time I was in Grand Rapids. I really did not enjoy my time here really at all. And about very much anything really. It was a it was
0: a rough time. Yeah. It was a rough time. I don't
1: think um the first week we moved there, uh my buddies came down and to visit. It went to the city and we got a hotel and instantly over overnight as the as the night got darker we start hearing more and more sounds outside we're like whoa is this what grand rapids is like turns out no that's not what grand rapids is like there was an actual riot at grand rapids it was one of the first riots of the grand rapids riots of i don't know what year 2021 was that yeah uh
0: yeah it wasn't Uh, 2020 it
1: was 2020 I believe and it was <clears throat> they ended up calling in the national garden. I think mm-hmm. was it the Yeah, they did around the George George Floyd mayhem and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't when did we move? We
0: Post- we moved in May and that was June. So it would have been like the first weekend in June, I think.
1: Was that 2020?
0: Yeah, it was 2020. Okay. That's when we yeah. moved.
1: Yeah, about the first week or so when we moved, we went to the we went and spent a weekend in Grand Rapids. And we were like, let's see the city. Fuck it. I live here now. Let's hang out. And we brought a fucking bottle of Sirac. We downed like half of it by the time the riot started. And we were like, What the fuck is going on outside? And we opened the windows and we're like, Holy shit, there's a fucking riot.
0: I <laughs> mean it was right outside. Anything. You and then you start sending me videotapes of the stores being smashed into.
1: Oh yeah. There was a there was a bank right across the street from our hotel room that literally the door was unlocked. But before anybody realized that, they smashed every single round window on it. There was about there was about maybe eight people in front and they were like smashing a skateboard against the window and being like, let's get into this bank because it's a bank and it's a riot. Let's get into the bank. And they're trying to get into this bank and the, they just break every window. And then somebody just walks up to the door and opens it <laughs> after they're smashing the door. It's a glass door, and they're trying to smash the door down. And then somebody just pulls the fucking handle, and it's unlocked. So they all just walk in and rob this bank.
0: <laughs> what about the fires? W- weren't um, you where the, the police we cars were, were on fire? Or was okay, that your we block?
1: Right at, down the hallway, or the alleyway of the hotel room, we thought the, we thought the hotel was on fire. Because we looked at our window, and it was just orange glow. And we got the windows open somehow. They were locked, but we unlocked them. And we opened the windows, and we were, like, looking over. And the, these this line of four cop cars were just on fire. And we saw, like, three um fire, fire trucks just drive past it. And they were going down the street, and then they turned away from it because they didn't want to go down there. <laughs> there was a dark alleyway, and there was a crowd be down the other side of the alleyway and i feel like if they went down that alleyway they would have been in danger looking into every single one
0: see and i remember dropping you off thinking, oh look at this is so cool look at all these people walking out yeah. downtown i'm like oh man this is awesome
1: I... a black party though no
0: yeah that was a very weird time in a being here in grand rapids and There's... i I you know, how do you apologize? I mean, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> Savannah said, move to Grand Rapids, mom, you'll love it. I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a great idea. But it was, and I've loved it ever since. I mean, obviously, yeah. the city came place. back.
1: You have your own place. Yeah. You have an apartment to yourself yep. and a whole building for your job. It's yep. incredible.
0: I have done well here. Absolutely. Enough. But I would like you to come back and Try it one more time, (laughs) and and then that's it. If you come back to Grand Rapids and there's a riot, I'm sending you back, and you can never visit again, because maybe it's, you know, I don't know. You bring that bad juju with you? Maybe. Maybe. I doubt it.
1: Maybe it it is just my fault.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Although that would be a really odd coincidence. I'm really excited that you joined me today. I know we've really been all over the place with this podcast today, which I apologize, but... It's just so awesome to have this Jackson story end in such a unique way. And you are, I mean, I'd like to say thank you. You are the reason why I'm <laughs> doing this show. We're going to educate a lot of people. We're going to get our story out there. We're going to talk a lot more about the different kind of mental illnesses and different kind of mental issues that people go through. And um, But traumatic experiences, they happen. They happen to everybody. And well, of course. And it's how you respond to them. It's how you manage that stress. It's how you internalize what's going on outside the world and how do you internalize it and make it, you know, either your success story or you become a victim of it. And I'm really proud of you for not carrying the grief and the pain and the struggle that we had as a, you know, that we dealt with when (laughs) you were younger.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, I could absolutely be a worse person what i've experienced i feel like i could absolutely i don't know i've had some rough stuff go on i think i could absolutely be a rougher person but i feel like because of how you treated my ways i feel like i am definitely better off than i could be i feel like you absolutely could have just sent me away and be like fuck <laughs> this kid <laughs> just sent me to a home and and some adoption place and just not my problem and then I would just have some way worse parents. But mm-hmm. I have you. And you have made me know right from wrong.
0: Ah, oh, that's so sweet. That Thank you, Jackson.
1: Yeah. And also you make puppy chow, and that's really good.
0: <laughs> I know how to feed my boy. <laughs> I love you, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's I awesome.
0: <laughs> he won't say it. It's so hard for him to say, I love you, Mom. Can't. <laughs> yeah. I know. Someday, maybe. Maybe someday we'll get you to say, I love you, Mom. But you know what? That was a really awesome compliment. And I'm glad that I was your mom. I think that that's been the greatest gift I've ever had. And... I look forward to maybe doing another podcast with you. Maybe next time we'll be a little bit more organized and we'll get, we'll keep it together. But I really well, wanted to
1: talk about PTSD, but I don't really have PTSD. I, really I know, which is
0: awesome. I'm so glad that you don't. Yeah, I'm really glad that you. I'm don't. Glad too. Next time that I'm on, I will definitely do an episode on. Uh, PTSD, but today I'm so excited that Jackson joined me. And again, thank you everybody for um, joining Shellyville. I'm having a really great time. If you do have any questions, please feel free to send them to ShellyvillePod at com. I definitely look forward to show ideas and any kind of feedback you can give us. I really appreciate everybody and have a great night. Thanks.